Retwist. Yeah. My mom's here. All right, Thanks everybody. So Welcome. We've we've jumped in right in the middle of what would you call this a barbering discussion you're having? Oh, uh, <coughs> all right, guys. So in case you guys just was missing out, we was talking about a retwist. A retwist. Go ahead and for those who don't know, to tell us what a retwist is. <laughs> a retwist is like. You know, you get your hair done, like, you feel me? You go have your fresh hair. You feel me? You go be looking nice. So you have a twist right now? Yeah, but it's, it need to be retwist, basically. Got you. And you couldn't have a retwist because you don't have twists in the first place. Yeah, I just got hair. This is already so educational. Have you ever had twists? Yes. You have? Yeah. I'm right. talking to Mike. <laughs> very, very tedious. It takes a long time. How long? For me, about six hours. About six hours. Um, um, all right, so we are here for podcast number five. It's a discussion of, is it okay if I say rap and hip-hop community? Podcast number five. Um, why don't we go ahead and go around the room and everyone can introduce themselves. All right, so I'll introduce myself first. I go formally by Marcus Davis, but my rap name is Precaution. So, yeah. Then you got me, you know. Name's Danielle. I go by Danielle. And you're just a lover, a supporter? Yes. A promoter? Would you call yes. yourself a promoter? Not a promoter, but a, definitely a supporter. Part of the culture. Yes. Part of the scene. Sure. The, yeah, yes. very well. All right, and? My name is Magnolia Tay from Down South, and I came up north to the school to uh, get my education. Wait, you said you were in Dallas? I said I'm from down south. Oh, down south. Yeah. From where down south? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about like uh, 61st. Okay. About 63rd, you know. That's Which it. neighborhood? Uh, uh, Washington Point. Shout right, out to 63rd. Because I was just bragging about how I met Lil Dirk. And that was, <laughs> I was down on 74th Voice. and Morgan Park, is that right? In Inglewood. Oh, I don't know. I know exactly um, what it is. Dirk got some good music. Yeah. Yeah, I tell 100% of my classes I've met Lil Dirk just for my cool cred. All right. Oh, I know what that is. Um, so we've got so many things to talk about. Let's first talk about real quick how you just sort of started as artists yourself. You can go, go first. Well, I've been like, like in middle school, I used to be freestyling like with all my friends. And then like I started actually taking it serious until like, um, COVID, like I just started writing songs and then I started recording it on my phone and next thing you know I bought a microphone off Amazon and started making music. So you might even say the boredom of COVID helped you. Oh God. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, of course, because I was in the house too at the same time. Like, it was, it was nothing else to do. Even when I went outside, it was like nobody was outside so I went back inside, you know, it was bored. So, right. Yeah. Alright, go ahead. How'd you find yourself in this world? So, I found myself in the music world, like, it's something i just always been a part of. It's like, it's not something that I just started doing. It's like, you know how people grow up and they just naturally, you know, do something? Mm -hmm. And it's just something that's embedded in them, like something that they grew up with, that's all they know. So for me, since I was young, my dad used to rap too, and I would watch him, and then I'll listen to a lot of music, and then... That's what made me want to rap. So I've been rapping my whole life since like a little kid. 
So it's almost a strange question to say, like, when did you first discover rap? Just because it was just like always a part of your life. Yeah, it was just yeah. always. It's just like, normal. It was like, always a part of my life. But I feel like, like music in general, like all type of music, had like touched me in different ways. Like I actually like felt the music. Pause. Like I could see through what they talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me start making it. But yeah. It's almost not an exaggeration to say music is life. Yeah, music, sure. music is life. Like, it's like that. Um, so when we were chatting before we started, you had an interesting take about certain kinds of marginalizations. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what that was? Yeah, I, I spoke out and said, like, you know, me and my friends and my friend group, the vast majority of us, we have interest in music, you know. And I figured that, like, in this industry, I noticed that a lot of black males or just people of color period, in the industry are being marginalized because I feel like they're always being used for what they can do for the industry instead of the actual person that they are. So it's like, if you're not making us money or benefiting us, then you have no use to us. You know what I'm saying? A type of, I mean, is it to say exploitation? Is that too strong or that's... Yeah, something like that. As if they're being exploited. A lot of artists are being taken advantage of. And this is through bad record contracts? Yeah, bad record contracts. Or mainly just people that's out there saying they're looking out for their best interests when really they're not looking out for their best interests. And these are usually uh, record executives, corporations, CEOs? Managers. It could be It could be your own friends. It could even be your family. Like... A lot of times there's people out there that you can't really trust and not I'm not saying don't be out there and be cautious of everyone but be vigilant and aware of people that's really there to help you versus people that's there to put on a fake smile and act like they're helping you just so they can get something out of you. Is there some way, some advice you can give to someone so that they can always make that distinction so they're no like, all right, this person's in talking to me for the wrong reasons, this person's talking right. to me for the right reasons. See, there's, there's not a way per se. I feel like it's just your intuition. Like, you're not going to know off the bat if someone's out to get you, you feel me? So you just got to observe and just, you know, like I was just saying earlier with my friends, give them the benefit of the doubt, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. see how things go and then depending on that, you you know, you'll move forward on how, um, and, you know, and it'll how become you move ob- forward based on how they work towards right. you, you know? It'll become obvious if someone's really using you. Right. Right. Um, so tell me, how much is money a part of this whole thing? Is it, hey, I'm, I'm really hoping to make money. It is about money. It isn't. I feel like, I feel like it's, 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 it is about money because without money, like, people wouldn't be doing this for, you know, people don't really do music for free, unless they want to, unless they feel it in they soul, and most of these artists, they want money, they want money to make music, and post, go to shows, all type of stuff. So then tell me, is it, do you see it in the industry, can you even identify some artists that, when they were coming up, they were great, now they're big, and it made a lot of money, does it hurt their art? I feel like, yes, it does hurt their art because now that they made so much money off of this, I'm not saying this is for everyone, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm not even speaking from experience. I'm speaking based off 
what I observe and from people I have spoken with and prominent positions with music. But once you get up there, you know, in the industry and money's coming in, everything is quote unquote going the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I feel like you kind of lose that love for the music, that natural love that you originally had because you're not looking at it as a passion. You're looking at it as an income, a way to feed your family, you know? And that's where I feel like a lot of people go wrong with music is they look at it for... There's nothing wrong with looking at it for an income, but, like, people people look at it as only for an income when really music is a beautiful thing, like... This is something where a lot of people who have problems expressing themselves right. get to express themselves and let people relate to them and get an inside of how they actually feel. I feel like it runs deeper than that, though. Like, mm-hmm. way deeper. I feel like like people just get too comfortable. Like, with all this money, they get too comfortable. They get to get whatever they want. Drugs. Mm-hmm. Cars, clothes, all type of stuff, they get too comfortable and then like they forget all about that music and like mm-hmm. what it took them to get all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's they when they off. that's when they fall off, they run out of ideas. Because sure. all they doing is talk about cars and money now. They they not struggling no more. Most people that came up was like talking about struggling. Mm. So right, if you're there's so much great stuff about struggling, lyrics about struggling, rapping about struggling. And then if you don't have to struggle anymore, you don't have the same kind of drive. You use the word passion. Yeah. I mean, can you, is there actually, you don't have to name them specifically, but you could like go through a number of artists where it's like, they were great and now they're not. And right. the difference is they hit a big payday. Right. True. Sure. Well, yeah. what's going to happen? What are your plans? What if, what if either of you come into some money? What's going to happen? See, you want to go first, Magnolia? You go first. I love that. Is there a way to not let that happen, even if you become financially successful? There's a way. Well, I'm going to say this. I, I know eventually, like, I'm going to probably want to, like, you know, be like, oh, yeah, this is a vacation time. Like, yeah, I want to take a break. But, like, I feel like I be keep on going consistent because I know new things going to happen in my life. And I know, like, even if I do got money, I know, like, it's going to be different experiences. I'm going to be talking about different experiences. And, like, yeah, like. Gotcha. So even if your life changes, there's still experiences, and experiences can always be rapped about. Yes. And probably, don't you think, if you become comfortable with money, you can mm-hmm. just sort of choose in the right way to make yourself uncomfortable again? Like, let me exactly. go to mm-hmm. this area. Yeah. Let me try Let me try to blend just, this new kind of music. Just thinking about that, yeah. That's all I was going to say. I'm not, I'm not just a rapper either. Like, I'll try anything, you know, because I feel like without trying anything like where you go get in life I feel like I want to complete everything I want to do in life I don't mm-hmm. care if it's just rap but I'm gonna, I want to do all different type of genres mm-hmm. I feel you but yeah can I add please, on to that please like what you said about the money part like when I get money my goals my plans I want to I know you can't always take everyone with you to the top metaphorically speaking but I'm going to take my loved ones with me. And your public school teachers. Yeah. I'm going to make sure those people that was really there for me, that showed the support that was there when I needed them, they're going to feel that love because I felt that love Mm -hmm. before I was who I am today. So you know it's real. So I know it's genuine. I know that you showed me love because 
you actually care for the person who I was versus what I could offer you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because so, if you if you're super wealthy and then somebody comes into your life, it's hard to tell. You're always going to be suspicious. Yep. Right. Right. So we talked about. So we have two things happening now. We talked about the danger of being exploited by, say, record companies. Mm -hmm. But then we also talked about what it means to hit it big. So what is your advice for someone who maybe does want to achieve a certain degree of a certain amount of audience, mm -hmm. but doing, doing it independently without becoming sort of exploited by a company? See, the only advice I could really offer is what's working for me because... I'm still an upcoming artist too. Myself, my friends are upcoming artists. So all of us, we just genuine people just, you know, trying to get it together. And what I mean by trying to get it is like, we taking the time to grind and put time into our music. Like none of this stuff happens overnight. And so for you to really like be involved into this, you got to understand that it takes time. Like nothing... Okay. Nothing that's meant to be is just going to happen overnight, you know, so it's a process. So I'm wondering if that's the mistake people make. They, they're starting to put in the time. Yes. Some company comes in, seems to offer them a quick payday or quick success that they jump at when maybe they need to realize you got to give it time. It's like a slower build. Yes, sir. You got to give it time. You got to, you got to trust God. I know a lot of people aren't religious, but like. Sometimes you just got to be comfortable with the flow of things and don't be so quick to rush because sometimes what's in front of your face isn't always what it seems. Just how people can take advantage of you when you have money, people can take advantage of you before you even get famous because they can see the potential in your music possibly before you even see the potential. So I assume the story has sort of been there's an artist good, destined to be good, mm -hmm. before they put in all of the slow build-up work, somebody offers them a contract, and then they get really good, but that contract they signed before, that company keeps taking all their money. Right. Where if they had never signed and all the music was their own, then the money would be all their own. Exactly. It's like a trap. I was yeah. gonna say this. I used to, uh, you know, I used to like try to find artists too, like, I ain't gonna lie, but I would never... That never crossed my mind to like use somebody. I feel like if I'm gonna work with somebody, I want us to both, you know, make money equally. If not, if if you, if you making music, of course you gonna make money. I'm not tripping on that. As long as we all getting money, like, mm -hmm. why why would I, you know, finesse you or like get down on you? Mm -hmm. There ain't no point. I feel like we gonna all right. win. I want to see everybody that's around me win. And it's also, you know, music in its purest form is art, connection, sharing. Um, and then for someone to just come in and turn it into just a profit game. It sucks. It, it really do, because it's like they're abusing the art form. Right. Like, the money is cool and everything, but it's like it kind of take the enjoyment and excitement away. Like, it adds, it adds excitement, but it takes excitement away. So it has its pros and cons. I mean, if somebody comes up with a big contract now... Yeah, I'm going to be geek. I'm going to be so happy. Tempted, yeah, right? I'll be you got to read the fine print, too. I'll be geek, know. too. But I That's feel like when thing. I make music, right. I make music, you know, I, when I make music on my own... What we mean by geek that's happy. Time, <laughs> when I make music on my own time, like, I actually, like, enjoy it. Like, I laugh at certain stuff that I say. You know, right. sometimes I even play on the beat. I'll probably, like, say some dumb shit. But, like, 
the same time, I could already know that feeling of like working for somebody else, and then they telling you like, no, nah, they don't like this. You can't public this. That's why I would right. want to be solo. Hmm. And if I ever do sign a deal, just because. It's just because I just had to deal, and that's what I wanted to do. Are there any famous artists that got into the worst deal? Like, they're known for it? Mm. I, I know, I know. like, Uzi had gotten... Uzi is a big artist. I know he had older... Uh, nah, you're going to have to cut that out. Don't worry. <laughs> but, nah, I think Uzi had owed somebody to somebody over a label or something, probably. I don't know. Um, so then tell the world, because this is sort of new to me, and you guys are younger artists, how do you make your music? So, Where are you? What, how does it happen? Humbly, I record all my music on my phone, and I'm not even ashamed to say that, because, like I said, everything is a process. Like, it's, it takes time, so you got to start from some, you got to start from somewhere, guys. Like, you're not, you're not just going to automatically start in a big-time studio, and have everything you need right there in front of you. So just keep your eye on the prize, have tunnel vision, stay consistent, and just work with what you got, and then be grateful, like don't be ungrateful. How can music sound so good that it's just recorded on a phone? I don't get it. I mean, there's not a, you don't have a mic, look at these microphones, we're all talking into microphones in the studio to get it just right, what you just, what there's some tiny microphone here that makes it sound that good? It's all about how we do it, McDozy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's, it's all about, like, just the flow and, like, you know, just your voice. You gotta, like, you know, you can't be scared to, like, add that tone into your voice and when you rapping and stuff on the phone. Like, when I started off, I was ain't gonna lie, I sounded ass. Like, literally, like, I understood, like, I know that if I kept on getting better and working in my craft, like, it sound better. Then I moved to computer. Then I started making music on the computer. I sounded terrible. But then I got used to the computer. It's like building up. It's like, you know, the more you work on it, the more the better you get at it. So it goes sort of phone, then you work in your computer. At some point, someone gives you a modest studio, yeah. then you get your own soundboard, right. and you're in a you bigger know what studio. Else too? I used to give up, too. Like, I used to, like, give up. I used to, like, just finish, like, half songs and be like, man. Yeah, writer's block. That, writer's that happened block, to the best of block. us. You can be a self-critic, too. Like, God, yeah, it doesn't like, sound good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it does. Oh, God. It's easy to beat yourself up with music. Like, now it's like, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. It just, like, after a while, it just hits you to what a point, like, you can just make music and not care about what it sound like. But you know it's gonna sound good, basically. Somebody's gonna like it. Exactly. Yeah, Two things to add in. So... With the equipment part, Mr. M over here, he missed one thing. If you don't have microphones, get you a pair of Apple wire headphones. That microphone that part. <laughs> is key it's to good. starting out. It's yes. still a tiny little thing hanging on the wire. It's tiny, but once you use it, yep. and you know and you gotta know your voice. You gotta right. know how your yeah. voice sounds without the auto-tune. So it. If you know your voice and you know what you're working with, you got magic. Mm -hmm. right. You got magic. And just make sure you're in a quiet area. That's how I record. <laughs> yes. Make sure no one's in the room. Shoot, if I'm being real, I'll put like a cover or like a towel on my head to like stop the sound. And that's how I record my music right there. I'm going to say Every this. Song. I'm going to say this too. Um, if you good at... Like a certain song of making like stick to that song until you're ready to move on. Just don't jump on any beat and then try to rap on any beat. That's when like 
you want to give up. I ain't gonna lie, it's like a mind thing to what a point you don't want to give up. Because mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to do. Like, at first, I was just trying to make any type of song, and I was like, I can't do it. But then I found my key. Like, everybody was telling me, like, oh, yeah, stick to these songs, stick stick to the singing songs. And then, like, I stuck to it, and I was like, damn, I am getting better. And then I started rapping. I think you're, I think you're making a really important point that nobody is good right when they start. Exactly. Right? Only people who are putting in. I'm sure there's different levels of talent to start with, but you just got to be tough enough to hang in there even when you're not good for a while. To me, it's not really hard. I don't think there's a science behind the music. I feel like anyone can make music as long as you have ears and a mouth. Like, you can make music. You can get famous and have the worst music out right now. All this, all this is is just a sound. Like, it's just a sound, literally. Like, all our voices is just sounds. As long as you can create a sound, you can make music. I'm imagining that it's a real advantage to be able to record on your phone because prior to that, an idea would come into your head or a rhyme would come into your head. You got to write it down. You got to wait until you get into the studio. Now you're just in your car. Boom, something comes into your head. You got it. Oh, God. See, that's one thing I feel like if if I came out, like if I was an inventor, I would like invent like new microphone, like headset Mm -hmm. microphones for the iPhone to like better record band lab songs though. Well, there's some mechanical, whatever, an electronic engineer somewhere who's going to hear that and do it. Yeah, somebody's going to do it. It might be me. Do both of you freestyle? Yeah. I freestyle. I do sometimes. Yeah. Can you tell the audience what that means? You want to tell them? Yeah. Freestyle is like something that just like come up in your head. Like, it, it can be without a beat or with a beat. Like, it's just like... It's basically you talking, but like in rhythm and rhyming to it, like, and it gotta make sense, basically. Gotta make sense. Now, this is what, seriously, myself included, the rest of the world that do not do this art, we cannot conceive of how you can start rapping with nothing planned, nothing written, Mm. invent a rhyme. And then by the time you get to the end of the next sentence, you have rhymed the previous sentence. It's it's unthinkable That's to people dope. who aren't inside this. I mean, is there any way you can even explain what's happening in your head when you, oh, you just, you just freestyled for two minutes and everything rhymed and it was in rhythm and it was unscripted. Mm. How is that? I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I don't know. I feel like right there, that's just a talent piece. Like, not everyone can do that. And just because you can't freestyle, that doesn't mean you're any less of a good rapper than the next okay. man. It's, a, it's like a part yeah, of it's a just, skill. It's a really good skill to have. Like, everyone, like, a rapper, like, I freestyle a lot, and that's how I got better at rapping. But, like, not everyone could freestyle. Some people are better sitting down, taking a notepad, writing down their music. Yep. Because a lot of people, they're better at, critical thinking and taking their time mm-hmm. instead of just going off the dome, a.k.a. freestyle. I'll say this. I used to have a problem freestyle because, like, I used to, like, I don't know, like, I don't worry about too much of what's going to come out of my mouth that, like, like, I don't know how to explain it, but my inner thoughts would be like, damn, should yeah. I say this? And then, See, I feel like freestyling, it helps you, though, as an artist. Like, yeah. with freestyling, that's the best way to perfect your craft at music because 
you practice self-control also because you're going so fast. And even if you're not going fast, it's like you're speaking with rhythm, like you said. So you have to think about what you're going to say. So as you're saying something, you're thinking about the next words that's coming out your mouth. Right. Right during the moment of you saying you're something. You're doing two things at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so I'm it's like you're thing. multitasking right. while you're speaking, man. It's a right. really, it's a real skill to have. And it sounds like it's this almost this impossible balance between you kind of have to let go, right? You're saying like you can't think too much about it. Yeah. Basically. But you also do have to plan because mm-hmm. what you're saying got to be planning the next sentence is like this balance between letting go but being in a degree of self-control. Right. Maybe. I, I'm... I mean, I, like I mean, it depends on the kind of music too. The kind of music. I mean, us outsiders are amazed. How do you feel when someone like me, who's an English teacher, says it's poetry? You guys are doing poetry. This Shakespeare used to write poetry. Edgar Allan Poe wrote poetry, and poetry is just alive and well as it ever was. It just happens to be now a different style, over beats. Do you know what I mean? It's. Yeah. I think you all have grandfathers, and they're all the people I've taught my whole career. For sure. Right. That's a good thing you mentioned about poetry because with poetry, that's really all rap is. It's just poems. It's just the way you say it is a different flow. I think yeah. So I think poetry probably it was always written. Down. Well, poetry was also an oral tradition, but you know we used to write it down. But now you're saying it's poems, but you say it with a flow as opposed yeah. to it sitting on the page. Yeah, you say it along with the beat, and. It just matches, like depending on what it is you're talking about in the poem and what this song or this poem is about, mm-hmm. the beat goes along with it. And as you say it with the beat, it just flows and you automatically have a song. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's it's different type of like ways of poems. Mm-hmm. I think that's why pe- a lot of people are able to make music in a lot of different ways because it's like right. different ways to make poems. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't always right. have to rhyme. Music don't always got to rhyme. Poems certainly don't always rhyme. Yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, I had um, Marcus was in my creative writing class. And in a way, I felt like Marcus was doing my homework for years before he ever arrived in my class. He was doing my assignments before he ever arrived in my class. And he was doing them for fun. It's not a teacher torturing you with these horrible assignments. We're all in the same space of love. Mr. Cole keep on saying, like, I need to be in your class because he know I, I be trying to tell him, like, I know how to write. I can write poems, all types of like. When are you graduating? Uh, next year, December. All right, so we got time. And you can also submit anything anytime, and we can put it in the literary magazine, too. All right, just two more things before we uh, run out of time. Okay. Um, what do you usually rap about? I know it's a bunch of different things, but you know, I got a song about, I got a song about. Yeah, I'll go first. So truthfully, Precaution, because like me versus the rap me, I like to think of it as the same person, but two different people. So my music, I rap about relationships. I rap about what's going on in my life. Or sometimes I could just, you know, rap about anything, drugs, what's going on in life, what I see outside, what's going on in my environment. Or sometimes I just make music to make other people feel good or make myself feel good or whatever it is to set the vibe. Sometimes I just like what hear what sounds good to my ears. And sometimes it's not always about the creative process of making sure it rhymes or makes sense. Sometimes it's just, I want to hear some music, and I want to get turned, so... Maybe that's a good way to know that you're making good music. Are you making something that you would have wanted to hear? 
Yeah, I make stuff I want to enjoy. I make stuff I want my friends to enjoy. I want stuff people can relate to, you could cry to, you could do anything to. Like the full mm-hmm. scope of life can right. be in lyrics. Is there any kind of content that you don't really want to hear? Like, I don't really need to hear... Mm, actually, I'm pretty open-minded to everything because I understand that in life, in real life, Nothing is censored, and this is why I love music, because it doesn't always have to be censored. People are afraid of reality and what's really in front of their eyes, so much so that they censor everything to the point where they become numb or unaware of what's really going on. So I appreciate the art of music because it allows people to be their true selves, whether they're talking about abusing drugs, doing good for the neighborhood, doing good for themselves, trying to change their life. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what it is they're talking about, is something personal that applies to them. So as long as it's something personal that applies to them, who am I to criticize it? I'm going to respect it regardless. So music to me, it has no color, no gender. It's like the air. It can be about anything. And it, if you want, it can have no rules. Yeah. Who says you can't do something? No one's it's a freestyle. Yeah, everything is a freestyle. And your songs are about? My songs is about like you know the past, you know future, and, um relationships. It's all all different type of stuff. I make music about what I'm thinking about or what I do and who I am. Like there's nothing like too much to it. Like I don't, I don't rap about nothing fake or nothing. Like I speak the truth every time I um, rap. Even sing, I sing too, like, and like, I low-key do everything, so like, Facts. oh no, I just do everything. Well, you, you said you, you aren't fake, can you tell when there, someone is rapping and it's a put-on, they're... Yeah, I can yep. tell. Yes. I can tell because, <laughs> yep. I can tell because how, how the way I move, but at the same time, I can't really speak on somebody that I never met, so I really True. don't know for real, but I can like tell, I could be like, nah, bro, you, you can tell not from doing their this. demeanor. Go ahead, you said you can tell when someone's fake. When they're faking in their music? Yeah, is it, what is it? Is it the tone of their voice? Is it your words aren't right? Is it... With that, if you know the person in yeah. person, you yeah. can tell how they are outside of making yeah, music, once you meet what a their person, personality is. Once you meet a person, sure. it's like, I ain't gonna lie. But I don't know at the same time, because I know how to like be a professional. Like I can come in the room, you 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 would never know. Like I could probably be in the streets right now, right? But I come in with a suit on, talking professional, you know, educated. You would never know. So I can't really speak on like how people, you know, rapping about. So based, don't always judge a book by its cover. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're right. So if you if your friends know you. When you give them your music, it better be real, direct, honest, and sincere. Because if you're faking it, mm-hmm. they're going to know. Yeah. Man, usually they don't know. But I, I respect what you said, Magnolia. But, like, at the end of the day, music is music. Like, if I take my music to a record label right now, they're not going to be asking if I do this. They're going to be worried about whether they like the music where the other people are going to like the music and how big of an audience the music can attract. That's all they worry about. And, you know, back to your creative writing class, you wrote a science fiction story, and the person speaking in that science fiction story was a persona. It wasn't you. 
Mm-hmm. So in art and poetry and rap, you can sort of take on a persona. Right. And it's not you, but you can play with different... You can storytell, yeah. Yeah. You could definitely be another Dr. Seuss if you want to. <laughs> you can. And what do you like to hear people rap about the most? Like, uh, you're really drawn to what kind of topics in songs? What makes them them. Okay. If someone writes a song and it's about them and what they encountered in life and just basically a song about them, I like that. And how it how they expressed themselves and got to basically introduce themselves to the world through mm-hmm. music. Wow. Well said. I mean, that, some people would say the best parts of art is you get to have... We all have people in our lives that we know. We see our friends and family. Mm-hmm. But you get to have other people in your lives, even if you don't get to spend time with them, you get to know them through their art. Like, if I think of my favorite authors, you know, like George Orwell or whatever, it's like, he's a, he's a figure in my life because I read him so much and I know him. You could, right. I think, like, what you're saying is there could be a rapper you're never going to meet, but their true self comes across so much in their songs, it's like, I know this. I have a person in my life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can even relate to them, too. Yeah. Ideally, yeah, that's sure. the best, right? Like, there's this one song, of course, you know, my girl Megan Thee Stallion. She made this song called Anxiety. Now, that song, one, it's a very deep song. Two, she throws in verses describing, like, how she has anxiety out in certain areas and mm-hmm. certain things that she do because of people. Mm-hmm. And also sounds like a really intimate conversation with a very close friend. Why don't you, we'll close up, can you, it might be hard, mm-hmm. and I, we can pause the recording if you need a little time. Is there, give us an artist and a song who amazes you. I know there's tons, but, you know, she just said there's this one song. Currently? Yeah, go for it. Currently? Uh, probably, I ain't gonna lie. It's a lot, but, like, the song that I could play, like, today or replay, like, I'll be honest, it's, like, Head Taps by Lil Durk. Like, Head Taps by Lil Durk. What's that about? Just, like, how she was speaking, it's, like, I don't know what it is. It's, like, deep songs for me, like, it really it really hits me because, like, I have to think talking about, but it's all about the mood, too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It could be a different mood, a different day. Yeah. So, all right. And what is your song? That's good. Song for the moment. It'd be impossible to pick. Scope, Song for the moment, it'll be FCG Heem um, Grammy featuring Lil Papa. And it's about winning a Grammy? Nah, it, it kind of is, but he like, so basically in the song, he was like, F it, I don't know if I'm going to ever win a Grammy, but we going to make it out no matter what. And then he was like, I promise I won't fold on my family. So uh-huh. I like that song because it's like, like what I was even saying, I could relate. I like that song because I could relate to it. And what he's talking about is never leaving behind his family and those people that was really that for him. And you were saying that like if we were imagining if you hit a yeah. big a lot of money, that was the thing you were going to do. Yeah, so I, I could relate to that because I'm not cocky or nothing, but I truthfully feel like my music, my friend's music, is going to go somewhere. And... Everyone that I'm surrounded by, they're going to be somebody someday. And how long it takes. Even if you're not, you know, nationwide, worldwide famous, a cool thing about this school is like I'll go home and listen to music and it's people in this building. Right. Right? Like and you, it sounds like top grade quality on an iPhone. That's right. And I go home, I'm like, <laughs> I'm listening to people I know. Right. It's like it's that much of a shared community. 
Why don't you just go ahead and give your names again, one more promotion, and they can look for you. Are you guys on, like, is it something they can find on SoundCloud, Spotify? Um, at the moment, you can find me on YouTube, uh, P-R-E-K-Y-S-O-N, Precaution. And you have your own YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. And yeah. is it the songs, or is it also videos? And yeah, I got music on there. I also got vlogs and more content getting ready to be created. But at the moment, it's the majority is just music. But y'all can also follow me on Instagram at, uh, shoot, I forgot. Because I don't be on there a lot. It's Precaution pre pre underscore, that's it. And it's with a K. Yeah, P-R-E-K-Y-S-O-N. And thank y'all for taking the time to actually listen to me. I appreciate y'all for taking y'all time out y'all day to actually hear what I had to say. Thank okay. you. They appreciate hearing it. All right, go ahead. Oh, yeah, my name Magnolia Tate. Uh, my Instagram is uh, M-A-G. And that's it. Because I don't like to give out my Instagram. I'm sorry, y'all. But y'all can listen <laughs> People are going to be screaming uh, trying gotcha. to find it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, shout out Look Capital. Um, boom, boom, and boom. Your, your artist's name again? Shout out to Mud. Magnolia shout out to Curry. Magnolia Tay. T-A-Y. Um, shout out to Trey. <laughs> Shout out to any, any, What else? Do, anything you can? I'll give you the last word. Oh, the, you know what? I'm. So, we can't spend too long on this because we are running short on time. How do you feel about the state of females in hip hop and rap? Is it strong? Do we need more voices? Do we, can I get my hey, you said short time. That's another. That's another rapping hole. Can I get my What I can say is, on the female perspective of the rap industry. It has come a long way. There are more females in the rap industry now than there were before. Mm. A lot of inspirational figures, you know. Can I add on just one thing? Hold on, bro. <laughs> right, I, I feel like, go I feel ahead. like. <laughs> the podcast will now last another four hours. All right, all right, hurry up. I feel like, hey, look, I feel like we need some more Rihanna's. Beyonce's like I yes. feel like we don't need like I'm not trying to you know girls do whatever they want you know I don't, I don't care about it but I feel like we need more of Rihanna Beyonce's because I, I be want to sing I don't want to be talking more about music. I don't want to be rapping okay. about sexual things all the time. right like, see I wanna, you know? that go what I was gonna say okay. uh, we need more female artists in the industry that's not gonna be sexualized we need to see more of our women not being used for their image and what they could put out there on OnlyFans, but for who they really are as a person and a content creator of music. Let's look at, let's respect our female artists just as we respect and honor our male artists.